0: while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk.
1: Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, we're talking about how to not waste your time when you're managing team members. For the most part, when we start to hire team members for our business, it's because we need more time we need time so we can serve our clients, we need time so we can grow our business. And the last things that we want is to not have more time when we are paying someone, because then we replace all the time we would have spent doing the work on managing that team member, right? So we don't want to move from strictly doing work to strictly people management. No one wants that. We have other things to do in our business. And when we hire team members, we need them to do the job that we paid them. We're paying them to do. Otherwise, we're wasting our money. Right. And no one started a business because they wanted to spend all their time managing. So we need to avoid that. So today I'm gonna give you three tips on how to avoid spending all your time managing your team or feeling like that you're spending all your time managing a team once you hire. So the first thing is, you need to train your team members, right? This seems obvious, but it's something that most people actually overlook. So you go and you hire team members and you just expect them to be able to do their job the way that you want it. Yes, when you hire the right people, they should be able to do the job that you're hiring them for because you had a hiring process in place that got rid of the unqualified, helped you focus on the qualified, and you picked the right person for the job. And One of the things about them being the right person for the job is that they're qualified and capable of doing the work. However, Just because they've done the work before doesn't mean they're going to do it exactly like you want it, especially if you're new to hiring and you're new to having to let go of the work that you've been doing and now you need to trust someone else to do the work. You're not just looking to see can they do the job, you're looking at can they do it exactly like you and let's be honest. No one is going to do things exactly like you. So you need to train your team members on what it means to do something right, what it means to do something that matches your expectations. So you need to teach them what your expectations are. One of the ways I like looking at this is, let's say you're hiring someone who's going to be your accountant, whether it's you're hiring them as a contractor or your business has grown to the point where you need a full time accountant, which chances are We're not there yet, but just start thinking about that. Accountant work is pretty standard. It has your numbers, your data, but everything they do is pretty standard. It doesn't really change a lot business to business besides the fact that they have different data that they're going through. But what could be different is the way that you want to be communicated to about that information versus someone else wanted to be communicated to about that information do you want updates weekly do you want updates face to face do you want updates in a quick email do you only want the report sent to you that you're then going to go through yourself there's so many different things that can go on here that it's the same information but it's provided to you in a different method a different manner and you're going to be happy with one and not be happy with another so you need to communicate to that team member and train that team member what it means to do things well according to your standards. If you don't train team members on what it means to do things well according to your standards, they pick the standard. They decide what it means to do things well and there's a big chance that what they decide it means to do things well doesn't match what you think it means to do things well and you're going to be disappointed. And then you're going to feel like you need to spend more time with the team member versus just training them how to do it right at the beginning. And then you're free to do your work while they're free to do their work. Then way number two is that for you to stop spending all your time managing or avoid getting into this habit of spending all your time managing and get the get your ROI from your team member is not to micromanage. And I know none of us want to micromanage. None of us wanted to be micromanaged when we were working with someone else. However, Micromanaging is so easy to do and such an easy trap to fall into when you have team members. Why? Because we start telling ourselves that our team members can't do things without us, that we have all this knowledge and this background that they don't have, that we need to be involved in all these approvals, that our team members can't move forward without us telling them it's okay to move forward. So, we end up creating what I call the cycle of micromanaging, where we believe that our team members cannot move forward without us, that they are missing something, or that we need to still be involved to give them approval on every little thing. And then we teach our team members that they cannot move forward without us, that they cannot move forward without our approval and without our sign off. So, they start waiting for you in order to move forward with the next thing or instead of waiting for you, they seek you out to get your approval. And then you're sitting there saying, this team member can't do anything without me getting involved, without my approval, without reaching out to me. All right, I guess they're not capable of it. So then you go back. So it creates this cycle of them needing you and you giving them directions. And it's over and over and over again to to the point where you're micromanaging everything they're doing, they resent the fact that you're micromanaging everything they they're doing you hate the fact that you have to micromanage everything that they're doing and it doesn't get you forward in your business it doesn't save you time it doesn't create the relationships that you want with your team members and those team members leave that next team member comes in and you end up starting the whole cycle again because you're sitting there and telling yourself at first as you're going to train this team member and onboard this team member well other people couldn't do it So I need to be really involved to make sure this team member can do it. And once you become really involved, that cycle of micromanaging starts again. So you want to make sure that you don't micromanage your team members. At the beginning, your team member is going to need a little bit maybe more handholding or a little bit more direction from you because they're learning. They're learning what it means to do things right. So you're training them on those expectations we talked about in point one. So they're learning and with it, you you need a little bit more hand-holding there. You need to be a little bit more involved, but you need to set up your processes in a way where it goes from you being really involved at the beginning to lessening and lessening your involvement in everything they're doing and giving them the authority and giving them the responsibility that belongs to their role. This doesn't mean handing over the keys to the business. It means giving them the authority and responsibility that fits their role, that fits what you hired them to do and making it clear when they need to come to you and when they need your approval in order to move forward. Now, number three, so of our three ways not to get in the cycle of feeling like all you ever do is to manage a team. So how to actually save time when you manage, when you start hiring a team is have a schedule for updates. So what this really means is creating a time, whether it is a daily check-in, a weekly check-in, you know, something like that where this team member knows they can come to you to ask questions, get feedback, tell your roadblocks that they're, they're getting stuck on to get additional information for you, give you status updates so you know what's going on within their role. You want to have these meetings on the calendar scheduled so you can build that relationship, you can get what you need from that team member, and they can get what they need from you. These meetings at first will be very much led by you where you're checking in to see, okay, what are you learning? Where are you stuck? Um, what do you need help with? And eventually they get to the point where the team member is leading these meetings to say, this is what I've accomplished. This is what I'm working on next. And this, these are my roadblocks where I need help and it really starts transitioning that from you leading those relationships to them leading that relationship so that way you feel comfortable and confident about what they're doing. You know that they know the next steps. You know what they accomplished and what they're checking off and that they're still heading down the right path because you don't wanna go from being heavily involved to not being involved at all because what happens when you're not involved at all? They start thinking they're doing the right things and while they should be on this path, They've started varying off this way slowly and slowly. They keep going further this way and they're taking your company this way when your company should really be going this way. So you want to make sure you're staying involved with your team members, but not take spending too much time with your team members. So creating these consistent check ins with your team members allows you to get the updates that you need allows them to get the support they need and also helps to build the relationship. Now, these check-ins might look a little different for every business. I have some some that do this face-to-face, some that do it over the phone, and some that, by the nature of their business, a lot of these check-ins are done through email, and then they make sure at least once a week or once on a certain cadence they're doing it, whether it's over the phone, through video conference, or face-to-face. So you want to make sure that you have something set up so they know it's coming and it could look different for your business versus a different business of how frequently these check-ins need to happen. Um, different based on the role. Okay, you know, some roles things are changing daily where you really need that interaction and other roles. You know, they're going to be doing a lot of stuff where it's heads down work and things aren't changing dramatically from one day to the next. So weekly could be the ideal thing for these check-ins. So. You just want to make sure you have them and you have them on the calendar this also once you have these check-ins on the calendar it reduces the time where your team members are interrupting you for random questions when they could wait so yes you want to make sure that you're available for your team members when they need you when it's urgent but if it's not urgent and it can wait having these check-ins allow those conversations to happen then versus happening multiple times in between these check-ins, where then they're pulling your attention away from what you need to work on and you're able to focus on your stuff and they can get the answers to their questions when it's appropriate. So these are three ways where you can reduce the time you spend managing your team because no one wants to go from you know having the need to hire people because you're short on time to then spending all your time managing no one wants to be a manager you know when you're a business owner but yeah you, know, you need to be able to be that manager that your team needs so when you have great teams and you do these things your teams become self sufficient they become self leaders within their role and they're able to move forward check the boxes get things done with little interaction from you so you can focus on either the clients that you need to work on or you can focus on growing your business you know you can work on working on your business versus in your business so there's so many things that can happen once you get teams the right people on your team you just need to make sure they're not sucking all your time, so you're actually want to get a gain of time from hiring team members and not just transition from doing the tasks to managing the tasks. And that wraps up this episode of the Growing Your Team podcast. Are you ready to be happy with your team's performance and not have managing your team take all of your time? If so, then you need to download the Ultimate Expectations Checklist. You understand the benefits of having a team, but you're not sure how to get them to do what you want and how you want it. With this checklist, you can be successful in setting and managing expectations and you can have a high-performing, high-producing team that is going to help you gain time back so you can focus on the parts of your business that you love. So head on over to growingyourteam.com expectations dash checklist and get your free copy of the Ultimate Expectations Checklist. As I always like to say, If you don't set the expectations, your team members will. And the majority of the time, their expectations will not match yours. If you want to have team members that perform well for your business, and you want team members that don't drain all your time, then you need this checklist. By using the ultimate expectations checklist, your company can thrive, Your team members will be happy and you will see the positive value of each team member without having to spend all your time on management tasks. Yes, you can have time again to focus on what you love about your business. So head on over to growingyourteam.com slash expectations dash checklist and get your free copy of the ultimate expectations checklist today.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.